I ain't eat all day. Oh, you're wrong. Damn, you be in a restaurant, you to be eating. It's bro, yeah. bro, it's not it's not it's not even that. It's like after a while, like you just get tired of it. Like I don't want to be I don't want to be eating chilies all fucking day, like eating <laughs> mad fajitas and all that other shit. Most of the shit I can't eat right now anyways. So I, I thought it was pronounced vaginas. Excuse me? It yeah. like chicken vagina. No? Are you sure they're fajitas? That doesn't even sound right. So like woman, so like if if like humans were like fajitas, there'd be a like a, like a woman vagina. Yeah, woman vagina. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. How y'all doing, guys? Um, this is episode 11 of the Saratobi Sports Capod. I said Capod. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> this is episode 11 of the Saratobi Sports great, Pod. honey. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, it's me, Miles, a.k.a. World Wide West. Um, we got my boy John Sterling on the mic. Um, <laughs> who else we got? Very good. Very good. <laughs> I, like, Justin, you my number one supporter. I appreciate it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and well, I would and, All right, let's talk about it. Yeah, no. My my thing is like, is his name's already John? Yeah, no. Yeah, but, but you guys are both Johns with no H's though. So there you yeah, go. It is exactly. But then I could have just named any person whose name is John. How many other people you know that's named John with no H? Uh, I mean. Blah, 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 Honestly, yeah. having someone with an H would make it seem like I'm making it my own name. <laughs> Basically, you I, I applaud the effort, though. Hey, man, I gotta yeah. give you something. I told you, yeah. I said last week we yeah. gonna have something for you, but you that's what this I, is that's something. What I, I appreciate it. And then you know what? We could just work on it. And I would nice. introduce Justin, but you know he's probably gonna reintroduce himself to somebody else. So let's hear it. Totally yeah, yeah. Here. All right. So uh, I thought I'd go with uh, the name Cal Penn uh for this week and uh if you guys don't know <laughs> cal pen if y'all don't know you know cal pen the actor but you know it's not for everybody oh yeah i'm, I'm mixing it I up like, i like that one i like that one not i'm not mad at that yeah i'm okay with yeah. that i still think penny kravitz is my favorite penny kravitz, yeah, penny kravitz is fire penny kravitz is my favorite i think um i i'm, I'm down with cal pen because he's showing off the versatility you know because mm-hmm. he was in house and he was in harold and kumar Mm-hmm. So, uh, Miles, that, that's that's your whole intro. Like that's it. You got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you gotta walk us into it, man. Bro, like, no, no, because the dude is like, I got distracted because he's like going around. You know the the what's what's the things that the um the people go around in the ice went to, to clean it. What? And you know you ever in a, in an ice rink like the oh, big, oh, Zamboni, Zamboni Zamboni drivers. Yeah, yeah, the Zamboni. Yeah, this dude so he's, he's has a Zamboni. The yeah, he's waxing the floor. Okay. I actually like I actually waxing the floor. But anyhow. But um my son gonna have to record the podcast in the bathroom. Bro, not nah, no funny shit. I might have to like yeah, on some shit. But anyhow, um we had a lot of interesting news this week. Um, but I guess we could start with the MLB. Let's talk about uh a lot of the 
uh, ALCS NLCS matchups that's going on right now. Yeah, I mean, um, since last week we saw the Yankees finish the sweep. Not surprised at all. We own the oh, yeah. Twins, like, right? They are our sons, right? Um, I don't even want to spend any more time on that. Like they're just, you know, that's it. We own the Twins. Um, we saw we saw other teams sweating. Saw them them Astros sweating a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. We had the Astros almost lose. <laughs> um, we had the Nationals steal one, take down the Dodgers, which was wild. That was crazy. I think like, um, a lot. Uh, one thing that a lot of people are talking about is um, you know Clayton Kershaw and his legacy as a as a Hall of Fame pitcher is that he'll be known as this guy that is great. And, you know, he has three Cy Young Awards in the National League. That's that's good and all. But in the postseason, it's like it, he's just not. Yet, yeah, basically. And it, it really puts it puts things into perspective about dudes like Madison Bumgarner, who's been fairly average in the in the regular season. But in the postseason, some of the things that he's done is just unmatched. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Tanaka. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it a fair comparison to say that Clayton Kershaw is the Marvin Lewis of baseball. Ooh. Damn. That's tough. Because, like, this man, like, I mean, at least Kershaw has had, like, some type of postseason success. I mean, he has, although he does have 10 postseason losses, but at least he has some wins in the postseason. But like you said, he's fantastic in the regular season, much like how the Bengals have, not to say they've been fantastic under Marvin Lewis, but for the most part, they've always been, like, what? A nine and seven to yeah, eleven and five team, always there at the wild card or division, and always lose wild card weekend. Yep. Yeah, work. I and I feel like that's that's kind of like that's kind of like Kershaw. Kershaw will give you maybe one good start in the postseason. After that, when the pressure just on. bad. Yeah. See, the the thing is, is that like a lot of the the implosion has come when he's come out of the bullpen. It's in those high pressure situations. You know, it's different when you're in the starting when you're starting pitcher. You come out in you're pitching for the entire maybe like six, seven innings, and you know you're in your, you're in your motion already. But coming into a high pressure situation, there's a reason why there's closers and relief pitchers. Like it's you know it's not the same thing. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I don't like pitchers. I don't like starting pitchers coming out of the bullpen um, in any regard. I think there's like a. It's almost like a like they have their their routine. Like when they come to the ballpark. Mm-hmm and they do that and you know they get their arm ready a certain way at a certain time because they know at 105 or 705 or 805 they're going on the mound right but having them in the bullpen you take all that out and they're used to having as much time as they want to warm up before the game now you get what maybe depending on how fast the inning goes uh maybe 10 minutes to warm up and then you get eight pitches on the mound before the inning starts i mean i, I just don't like having us I, I just wouldn't like having my starting pitcher um, come out the pen, but I mean we see it all the time in baseball. So yeah, especially when it's like you got a team like the Nationals who has feels like got to do it every night. Yeah, exactly. I mean, definitely in the definitely in the first round is what they had to do because it was just that that was a series that they know they needed to win and they found a way to do it. This series has been a lot better for them because you know when you have when you have Anibal Sanchez about to throw a no hitter through the first through the, through the first seven and two thirds. Same thing, Max Scherzer the next night, first seven innings, no hits. And then you have Strasburg tonight, who's 12 strikeouts, seven innings. You know, they don't even have to use their their, their starters like that, like they did in the, the past series. And it's crazy that they're really about to, you know, come in 
and for what it's looks for what it's looking like that they're about to go into the World Series as a wild card. Yeah. And that has that hasn't After happened in a while. Bryce Harper leaves. Yeah. I know he has to be at home sick. Ooh, he's so he, salty. But he has to be he's holding on to 32 mils. So you can't, yeah. you know, you can't you can only be so upset about these things. Yeah. But I feel like he's the type to he's gonna be on that KD shit, like where he's really worried about his legacy like that. Yep. Like, and I feel like it's just gonna eat him up. So if he well, doesn't, that, um yeah. Especially I saw because, some, yeah, listen, I'm listening. Oh, I was just I saw something I was like uh Buck Showalter is interested in um Philly Show. Really? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that for him. That, that yeah, I think it was John Boy who tweeted it too. He was like mm. good fit. I could see I could see that. A old um experienced manager, somebody that actually knows how to manage. And mm-hmm. that they saying that they're looking at Buck for the uh for the mesh job too. Yeah, I know. Those are the two. They saying that it's him and Girardi going for saying, uh, for both of them. Him, Girardi, and Carlos Beltran for the Mets. I don't know how I feel about Carlos Beltran, um, you know, managing yeah. managing the Mets, but I think that's just like, I don't know. To me, it doesn't make sense. It's it's like why fire Mickey, who's an inexperienced manager, to hire another inexperienced manager? It, it's I don't know. But it's the Mets, yeah. so I can only I can only be so. Did he almost hire him? I think so because yeah yeah you're right because yeah. he um he serves as a special assistant to Brian Cashman right now, so mm-hmm. like he's actually in the Yankees organization. So that that probably that rumor probably was true. Yeah, and um, Boone wasn't looking that great last year. I remember I was like, Yeah, I would have took fucking Beltron. Yep, we, and then you know. and then and then thirty plus injuries later, and here we are in the ALCS. Yeah, so. we need to fire the whole training and strength conditioning staff. Yeah. I I don't want to get too much into it again, but yeah, they, they gotta go. <laughs> well, on the bright side, we don't have to fire Gleber Torres because he's just been on fire. Oh yeah, it's been great. Glaber, he's just been on a tear. Like since he has came into the league at 22, 22 years old, man, and he's doing doing these great things for the Yankees. Like game one showed up tremendously. Like something that again, like and the thing is, regardless of Zach Greinke not being the best postseason pitcher, he still will be an ace on majority of the teams in the in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Without 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 a doubt, and then come out and do what he did. On um, what was that Saturday, Saturday night? Saturday night, he was like Glaber. is just showing to be, and I always have said that you know Aaron Judge, he may be the face of the franchise, but Glaber, he's really the heart of the franchise, and he just continues to show me to show us why. Um, he was great, and he, and and even Judge in game two, he's that he hit that home run. It's, it's a, it was unfortunate that we got walked off, but you know it's a long series. Yeah, most definitely. And that's what you want. You want to see that, like, because you know that it's for someone like Judge. They're just going to keep building on it. And that's how, honestly how I felt um, when Stanton hit the home run on uh, game one. Like, because my thing is, like, Stanton finishing the season, he was hitting the ball well. He's getting on base. You know, it seems like he's getting into a decent flow. Postseason, meh. But when you see him hit that home run, you're just like with with a player like Stanton, it's just like at any point he could just get hot. And then, you know, we have this quad injury and you're hoping that he could heal up because it's he, he could have used his bat. And if he could have ran, I'm not mad at him pinch hitting. I feel like that's gonna be I I, I wanna talk about this. I know we spoke about this already, but like this is like a not really an awkward segue, but like just going into like 
continue just talking about our roster for this series. Mm-hmm. How did you guys feel about the roster changes? Um, I personally didn't really like them. Why? My thing about Hicks is, and, and I'm sure, like, you, you know, you saw good things and simulated games or whatever to make you feel confident and put him in. Defensive is going to be great. Still got to see, you know, you, his arm is still torn. You know, it's not fully healed, but it's enough. It's kind of like um, Didi last year. Um, but better, obviously, or else he, he, they wouldn't have even had him in the simulated games. But I don't know, like, for you to take off a player like Wade, who has more versatility position-wise and was hot coming into the playoffs, and then put in, like, Hicks, who, what, hasn't played since the beginning of August and hasn't, put, like, gone against any, like, major league pitching since then. And then also, like, bringing in CeCe, um... Eh. Eh. I love CC, but it's like. See, see but my, 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 my thing is, is that um, so basically they went from 12 to 13 pitchers and they just cut a roster spot. Um, I don't necessarily mind what they did because Luke Voigt, honestly, he wasn't going to play the series. I mean, mm-hmm. this, this postseason, like unless, you know, yeah, basically, unless some some somebody was hurt. So I'm not I'm not mad at that. Like Encarnacion, he was hitting at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, best defensive lineup is Lemayu at first. So that's just how, you yeah. know how how yeah, it is. And it's like I love Luke Voigt, but I agree. Like he was really cold coming into the postseason, and Encarnacion's yeah. hitting well. So I'm not mad at Voigt, but like I think you keep Wade, and I just don't like you brought up CC. Like, right? I'd rather have like Nestor Cortez. Like I'd rather have another pitcher who's like pitch better for a longer stretch of time. I, I definitely I definitely can see what you're saying. I mean at the end of the regular season, like CC coming out the bullpen, they tried it and it, it you mm. know, it, it was it didn't it did not not work. So I mean I think that's why they felt like they was comfortable with it. CC, the thing is with him is that this entire season we are expecting him to be a full starting pitcher and pitch five, six innings and, you know, give us eighty five pitches, but that's not the type of pitcher that he is right now, you know. If you let him pitch for an inning, or you know, you get you let him pitch to somebody, you know, for one out, you know, I think that's something something that could work. Yeah, um, but he almost blew that shit last night. I mean, he almost did, but he didn't. <laughs> so I mean, I can't really. He got the strikeout. So I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 baseball. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you get the strikeout. Sometimes your first pitch is a walk off home run. You know. Yeah. Call it, you know, for, oh my god! For, yes. Yes. Why? Why? Why take out Chad Green? All right. So, so here's my here's my my <laughs> JT. Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you actually talk about it first. Um, like in in the moment, you're kind of like, all right, well, Chad Green is like mowing these guys down. He just struck out somebody. Why take him out? But I think what they were going off of was that the record against the pitchers. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. I, I don't. Hear I it. don't know because numbers don't lie. Sometimes, man. Numbers do lie sometimes because you got you got pitchers who consistently get into trouble, but they somehow work their way out. So then you know, like they'll end but, up. But you know, on the flip side of that, if if he gives up, let's say Chad Green is the one that gives up the home, right? People are going to be criticizing. Oh, why didn't you? Why didn't you take him out? You know, the numbers say he's not going to be well do good against him. Why didn't you take him out? I mean, it's kind of a lose lose situation. You damned if you do, damned if you don't. I mean. I still, I still leave Chad Green in there because you, I, you already know like they have more faith in Chad Green 
Chad Green's consistently just, a, I think he's just a better pitcher. And then also he was like, he, he was on like completely. On. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you want to talk about hot hand. Like he was like, I don't think anyone could have hit him yesterday the way he was pitching. But then in that I same case, it does that, fall apart, right? Even if it does fall apart, then you literally go, wow. Like who could have seen this coming the way he's pitching? But no, but then pe- people are going to, in this in this world of analytics and it's in second he guessing. Two and seven. It does, it does two matter. Seven. Two and seven is still a pretty good, and baseball-wise, two and seven is pretty decent. If you're looking at purely from a statistical standpoint, like that's just not a large sample size in general. But then in, in that same breath, what, like the, you're saying, oh, he has the oh, hot hand. Then, okay, so when then he had, four against Adovino. Like, but I'm saying in, in the, in the, if we're going off, going off the hot hand, you could say the same case. Oh, why did he take out Tanaka? Which I thought was also a really good move. Uh, even though Tanaka was only at like 60, whatever pitch, like 61 pitches going into the yeah, seventh inning. We didn't, that, that's a different game though. Like we were, we, we didn't need Tim at that point. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, but he's no, still, like, still, because if the bullpen ends up imploding, you'll be like, oh, why, why, why didn't you leave him? But out you're, already there? Going, you're already in your bullpen at this point. Yeah, that's true. And you're with someone who you've used as a starter, so he's a bullpen arm that can give you some length. Do you think he was probably looking uh, forward in the series and didn't want to overuse him? That's a possibility. That's what, honestly why I think that he didn't um, let Chad Green go because if if they do use Game 4 as a bullpen day, then Chad Green will be getting either that first inning or that first, second inning, first, second, third, like however Boone wants to do it. So you know you don't want. How him do you guys to, feel about that? About I don't, I don't about mind it. Being, about it being a bullpen game. I mean, instead I, of Tanaka, it worked in the it worked in the regular season. What they only I think it was twelve and one the Yankees were in openers. Then yeah, and Chad Green did great as a starting. Like what he only had one loss, I think. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it to be honest. I mean. Especially, it it really all depends on what happens game three. Mm-hmm. But I think our bullpen is better than anybody's bullpen. So, I agree. and I think our offense can w- will do like you already saw what our offense did the other night against Zach Greinke, who's you know like I said about Zach Greinke is going to get destroyed at home. Well, right, and that's probably going to happen game five. Four. But no, five. game five. Or get the, it depends on if Houston does a bullpen day because that's what they were talking about. They're talking about mm-hmm. game four. Both teams might do a bullpen day. If it's a bullpen on bullpen situation, I'll take the Yankees against anybody. I don't think they. Can, I don't think they can afford that though. Astros yeah. can't afford to do a bullpen game. Astros can't hang like that. Yeah, most definitely. And it's funny because they like one one of the things out that I saw is that the Yankees they never like between uh, Britain, Canley. Out of Vino and Chapman, they never used use them three games in a row. I feel like that might come to an end, like with this series. But mm-hmm. even so, it's like they're so they're so rested, especially in September. Like they barely played. Chapman barely played in September, which mm-hmm. is why I think that Boone is gonna have to extend him more. And he did it in the Twin Series. But if you think about it, that's the only time in the year that he that he did that. Like, and that's why when he came back out, he looked off. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. you you know, you know, like Chapman is still Chapman. Like he's still yeah. one of the most I would still argue that he's the most consistent closer in the in the MLB. However, it's like with with with, with all this said, they need these guys need to be extended a little bit. My biggest problem was that Britain looked looked really good. And I think I thought he could have won another inning, yeah. but he, 
but but he didn't. I think that that was the main move that bothered me. Chad Green not um what's it called? Chad Chad Green not going going an extra couple innings or extra I don't know. Innings. I just don't trust Adovino that much. See, but that's the thing. Otto really has been so, been solid, but like it's just oh my goodness that, that. I feel like and, and like you could even I feel like he just looks nervous. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I don't know. I don't really trust him, and I feel like I've just I don't know. See, for me, for the longest time, Britain was always the one that was most suspect to me. But then his second half has just been so underratedly crazy. Like he just like get he gets guys out, grounds got guys out, but. Going ahead to um to game three of the series, um this should be very interesting because you have Severino at home mm-hmm. versus uh you know the most likely um Cy Young candidate for the for the American League and Garrett Cole. Um, I just want to know what y'all thoughts are uh, in regards to like game three. How do you think the Yankees should tackle it? Like in terms of you know, I feel like Severino's gonna. I feel like he's gonna pitch well. I feel like he's. He's still on that, like, I need to shed this idea that I don't pitch well in the postseason. Um, I feel like last week, you know, he still hasn't doesn't have a whole lot of innings under him. So last week with him, like, trying to get into a flow. And it wasn't pretty, but he didn't give up any runs, you know? Right. Um, I feel like now, especially him being home, I feel confident that he's going to have a good night. I don't know how long they're going to extend him. I feel like they're going to put him on a short leash. But, dude, Garrett Cole is just so fucking good, man. Like... He looked so good in that game five. Like he he could have pitched the whole thing. Um, I feel confident in Yankees at home. I feel like especially after the way the last game ended, I feel like they usually show up after um like hard losses. Like they won't just start getting in their bag and like fold. Usually um when they face adversity, and that's one that's the thing that they've consistently had all season, you know, they, they show up. So right. I feel good about game three. Um, um I think Cole is still gonna pitch his ass off I, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game to be honest i was like you might end up just hitting him once or twice and uh that that might be it it's gonna be tough i think the the key going into this game is that the yankees gonna have to work counts they're gonna have to work work pinch counts that's gonna be the best option for them to you know get cold out of the game because that's gonna be the ultimate goal is to try and get him out the game because pitch count as high as possible so they'll pull him yep exactly because He's like he's gonna he's gonna do. I still think that he's due for a bad start, but you know who knows when and if that'll happen. I don't think we I don't think we 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 face Garrett Cole this year. Definitely not at the stadium, but um, you know, I think that game three is gonna be tough. But going forward, um, at least the next game, game four, will most likely be a bullpen game, and then the game after that, um, we'll probably have Tanaka starting again. So yeah. I'm not necessarily worried going forward. The just going forward in the series, and this is if you know, the if necessary games, if necessary games, those game six and game seven, that's Garrett Cole, that's Garrett Cole and Verlander game six and seven pitching at home for them. That's um, that's concerning a little bit, you know, especially you know, how the start with with Verlander went. Mm-hmm. You know, not that it was it was bad, we we worked them, but you know, we that's made it, not we made it messy. Yeah, that's not you know you can't always necessarily rely on that you know mm-hmm. lightning lightning don't always strike twice, mm-hmm. um, especially with somebody as good as Verlander. But I guess we'll see going forward. You know, who well, we know we might just win the next three at the stadium. That might be it. <laughs> that would be great. But speaking of Verlander, let's talk about 
how upset we all were when LeMahieu got sent home. Oh man. Uh, I mean, so, man, I don't, I don't know if you guys saw the screenshot. I, don't, I saw the wide angle. I don't blame him. Yeah, I do. I don't blame him. I don't blame like, him either. The, how far the ball is? No, this is. This I would. Is I would expect. Call, it was call just. It was, made a great play. That, right? I, it was a perfect play. I'm not, I'm not gonna say. Yeah. But Lemayhu's not the fastest dude. First of all. Okay. That's that's, fair. that's one. Two. The moment that ball's in the infield, I'm not sending him. I'd rather take my chances with the bases loaded. Verlander's already showing some signs of cracking and adding up more more um, pressure on him than sending LeMahieu home in that situation on a ball in the infield. Question. Yeah. Um, all right. So you remember back in the in the AODS, Astros versus Rays, and that crazy uh, sequence on that double hit to the wall, and they did the relay, and it was a perfect throw to the home plate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, would you not have sent Altuve in that situation? Oh, I definitely would have said yeah, it. But, but it, it was it just happened to be the and it was a, the perfect relay and the perfect throw. I mean, I think but if Altuve it's not a perfect, is faster than Lemayu. And look what happened. He still got out. But again, I, that's a, that's an easier decision because you have someone more athletic. But I think you can't you can't defend against perfection, which is what the play was. It was just a pre- I mean, I think, yeah, I think it was a great play, but at the end of the day, I'd rather take my chances on having the bases loaded than but sending him. From where from where he sent him. The ball, the ball wasn't even in Correa's hands yet. The ball got into Correa's hands about when he's tell, when he's passing third, telling him, "All right, like come on, like keep like keep going." Then the ball finds Correa in his hands, and then he just makes a spot on throw, and you know he's in the infield, so that's why I got to home plate so fast. I and that's I why I don't send him. Again, I I understand the decision to send him. I understand the decision to send him, but there's still a case to to not. And to me, that case to not send him wins out. Mm, but then, I mean, if if let's say you get the bases loaded, right, hit into a double play or something like that, when they also, when you also get the backlash of, oh, maybe right, you would have so sent him, you'd have who that. that ba- who is that bad? What's happening? Uh, um, I think it was Gardner who hit it. So if it was Gardner who hit it. He was batting fifth. After him was Maven. No, I'm trying to think. But anyhow. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was necessarily a, a, ba- a bad decision in the moment. I mean, it ma- it made sense, and I'm thinking like, all right, it bounced off. It looked like it's bounce is bouncing back. The ball finds his his way into Correa's hands, and then you know he made he made an excellent play. I, I don't really think it he was wrong for sending him. I feel like I would have sent sent him too. If it was like right, so Encarna- if, if it was like Encarnacion or like Gary, I would have held him up. Oh yeah, in that case, yeah. Yeah, but I'm only sending him if it's someone who I know is. It's like, dude, DJ Mayhew is an average athlete. There's only, there's only, I mean, by that logic, there's only like two, there's only like two players in the Yankees I would be confident sending, and that's uh, Maven and Wade. Athletic, yeah, but not all that athletic. I wouldn't. Sorry, so would you? No, you literally. I don't know. Hold on. You could have sent. Would I send Judge? Hmm. Like I'm not sending anybody, but like Hmm. Maven, Wade, and Didi. You can, I don't know. Or you can send in that in that lineup. You can send either. You can send Urshela. You can send Maven. You can send Gardner or Didi. Urshela, don't be running that fast. But he's still more athletic than Lemayhu. I don't. I, 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 I don't know. The the way that 
<laughs> LeMay who got thrown out. <laughs> Dude, it looked it was not even close. Like, it was it wasn't it wasn't even close, but somebody faster probably still would have got thrown out. No funny. Because it was that it, it, it was, was that perfect of a throw that yeah. <laughs> like even like Tyler Wade would have been gunned out. Would have been more bang bang, but right. Like if he yeah, threw it would have like been closer little... than you would it would have been closer than you'd be like, Oh yeah, I totally get sending him home. Uh, I think in the playoffs right. you got to be aggressive. No, there, but right, there. especially against Verlander, bro. That those opportunities don't present itself like that when he's on the mound. And if you could sneak, if you could still steal one, uh, yep, yeah. I don't know. Lemayhu's not stealing one for me. <laughs> All right. Anything else we got to talk about baseball? I think. We oh, got... oh, oh! Last oh. thing. Shout out to um, just. Uh, you get like us all being completely wrong about the Braves winning. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Braves are some frauds. They are some frauds. Our picks got absolutely blown up. From, oh yeah, from when we first started. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that's just because, well, they well one they folded. Well, the Cardinals. I don't even know, bro. The Cardinals are. I don't even know how they're even in the playoffs right now because the Nationals are embarrassing them. But oh, yeah, man, the Nationals are. Maybe next year for Atlanta, man. They're a young ass team. They got time. Yo, the NL Central is so weak. Oh my gosh! It's Ooh, like since it. since the since the Cardinals uh were in the World Series a few years ago, it's just been. I mean, Brewers, a lot of potential, but never come through. Reds have been kind of bad for a while. I mean, the Cubs won the World Series in twenty sixteen. Cubs did won the World there. Series. I'll give them that. And then the Pirates had like those two really good years. With McCutcheon and then haven't really done anything, but they don't really do much outside of the Cubs winning the World Series. They don't really do much in the in the playoffs. Oh, mm-hmm. JT, if you hear noise from Miles, you could just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like <laughs> I like seeing how uh, far it goes. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, that's all I got to say on that. Uh, yeah, the Nationals are crazy. They up three zero. Oh my gosh, who would have thought? The, I honestly I feel like now's from for the Yankees. I really feel like now is the time to get that monkey off the back and beat the fucking Astros. Now is the time, and um, if by some crazy chance it doesn't end up happening, hopefully that the the Nationals win the whole shit. Speaking of DC, yes, yeah, <laughs> DC, <laughs> them Redskins got their first W. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. We stop. Hey man, now nah, but they that game was actually like very very terrible to watch, but it was funny because yo, Called I feel it. bad. I feel yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. I feel bad for Josh Rosen, man. Like he really got drafted in the first round, and you know, yeah, that could have right yeah, exactly. for a better quarterback. Yep, that could have, but that's because they probably just didn't didn't feel like he had the potential. Mm-hmm. And it's a good thing that the jet the Jets or the Giants didn't draft him because if that was our franchise quarterback right oh now, God. God, good God. Good God. <laughs> you need but, a patient um, organization. Yeah. Patient fan base. Right. Basically, a fan base that doesn't really care all that much how you guys do, like the Dolphins. Exactly. It's weird because they seem like, I feel like they were once a proud fan base, you know, way back when. They had some good, uh, you know, history-wise, I think they have some some rich history going back to like the 70s and 80s, but it's been abysmal since the turn of the uh, century. Yeah, I feel like it's been too long that they've been bad, and it's not like. And the thing is, Miami isn't like Cleveland, where Cleveland only really has their sports teams. Like, to, like popular tourist places like that, 
or like holiday places like that, they don't really care that much about the sports teams. It's just because you're not really getting the people who live there. You know what I mean? It's just another attraction. It's like, oh, hey, I might catch a game or something like that. So it's like the I feel like the percentage of actual fans is just small. Kind of feels like the uh, Los Angeles. Exactly. Like how outside of never yeah, like like outside of basketball and, and baseball, because I actually care about that football wise. I mean, I don't know if you saw um, uh, Scott Van Pelt's one big thing on ESPN tonight, but he was basically talking about how the, the wait, what? His head looks like a penis. All right, moving on. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to what I was saying, he was basically talking about how, um, you know, the Rams and the Chargers are moving into the 70,000-seat stadium in L.A., and they they can barely fill up their own arenas. I, I mean, you, you guys both saw the screenshots, and, and I don't know if you're watching the game itself. The Chargers last night, it was literally a Steelers home game. Mm-hmm. They, had, yeah. they had terrible turtles waving everywhere in uh, Los Angeles at the Coliseum. Half the stadium was in red, uh, uh, what do you call it, Niners jerseys. Mm-hmm. And these two guys are going to share a stadium. It's not like the, the the Jets and the Giants that have their own loyal fan base. Yeah, like Because right. even, even when the more popular teams come, the majority of the stadium is still like Jets. Even though there was a lot, like let's say like yesterday, there was a lot of Cowboys fans at MetLife. There was still the majority were Jet fans. Yeah, right. It's just because there's Cowboys fans everywhere. Yeah, but who's going to go? Who's going to these to these Charger and uh, and uh, Rams fans to move to Los Angeles, man? It was such a dumb move because they have fan bases that love them. It makes sense for the Rams only in the sense that the Rams were in LA before went to San St. Louis for like twenty years. Mm -hmm. Chargers, it makes absolutely no sense. They should never left San Diego, and if they were going to leave San Diego, they should have been the team to go to Las Vegas and bring the Raiders back to Los Angeles. I just don't understand reason, it. But the reason, but the reason why the Raiders are going to Los Angeles isn't because of the fan base thing. It's more of the this, the fact that they need a new stadium and the the league is you know that's why they're relocated to Las Vegas. It's actually, and this is a little bit off topic. The um, what the um, the MLB commissioner was telling that the the Oakland A's that they need to get a new stadium like ASAP. Otherwise, like they're going to forcibly relocate them to Las Vegas. That's it's something that could potentially happen. They might end up sharing a stadium in uh because you know that um the Raiders Stadium, the A's play there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so um um but anyhow, going back to what you're saying, JT, I don't know. That's very weird, like how you know how the San Diego Chargers move to move to LA because it's like what affiliation stupid. does they do they have do they None. Have? zero. Yeah, Absolutely I think, zero. I think that summed it up best was when they first moved, their logos were the exact copy of the Rams logos. Yeah. And they were like, Oh shit. Like it was, it was just a dumb move. And like again, like I guess you can make that argument for the Rams, but still, like the California football fans, unless it's Raiders, like they're just not that into it. They don't. And they then don't you're care. gonna move to LA, and you're gonna be like, oh, okay, you know, they were there 20 years ago, but like St. Places like St. Louis don't have shit going on outside of their sports teams. You're not gonna find another fan base that loves them like that. And um, there's a dude from Temple who I knew from st louis and he was like he was genuinely hurt when they left and he's just like yo like this is it like that's that's all we have is our teams like they got, so you're they got some decent like fan bases and then you're just going there and not making anything like it's it's always going to be difficult when you're doing it in tourist towns like that that don't just have like a, a community outside mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like when you don't have that history like basketball has the history like baseball has the history so if you don't have that history, it's going to be way too difficult to, to start up. And then you got to be really good for it to happen. 
And you saw some of the Rams, but we touched on it last week. Jared Goff might be a fraud. He might, yeah, he really might be a phony. He's, in the, same, he's in the same category as Dak. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no. Nah. I would listen, say some. Say some. He's, he really might be. Dak is in his own category. The thing is with Goff, <laughs> so that so I have this theory about some, the thing is with some, Goff has a gun. Yeah, he can like he dead could like throw it up. But not even not even just not not even just that though. Like I have this theory about certain quarterbacks being able to be two quarterbacks at one. Those quarterbacks include Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, and Jameis Winston. Because <laughs> on their worst on their worst days, they're bad. Like Jameis threw five interceptions the other day. But on his good days, yo, they're good. But Dak, bro, that's the thing with Dak. Dak is just always average, even with Amari Cooper. Days, he's average. Yeah, on um, his on his good on his good days, he's average. Like that's, I just that, realized that's something. Yeah, when you started that, um, is Jared Goff Joe Flacco? He's got uh, a gun. The team around him solid. Can can you make an argument for him being elite? Um, I mean, when when shit gets yeah. tough, is he pulling through? No, he had one run, you know. But yeah, but he also had one bad season. When the running game isn't there, it's you know. It, I mean, it, you know, it, it it's it, it's tough. I mean, I think it's tough to really say that he's a, that he's a fraud this early. I mean, you know, this is really mm-hmm. only his th- his third season. Yeah. But um, and he they weren't supposed to be good until this year, to be honest. Well, right. But even so, it's like it, it something something has is it, falling apart. Obviously, Gurley Gurley's been hurt, but I don't know. You would think that with um. The weapons that they have throwing throwing the ball, they would be mm-hmm. a little bit better, but it's just not really it's not, it's not really coming together for them like that. Um, but I can't say he's a fraud just yet because he doesn't. Yeah, he's really, too he's he, yeah, it's 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 early. Like before we know next season, he can have he can have the season of his life. But I will say <laughs> that like, Ryan's MVP year. Yeah, exactly. That's that, there it is. Um, but in the, I, I feel like now, at least for the moment, like the like the debate between him and Carson like who was the better quarterback to come out of that class I think for now that's settled if that even ever was a debate but I feel like you know after last season and you know Carson being like in in and out and hurt and golf was putting up like his career numbers mm-hmm. you know I think we see now that like Carson is more of like the consistently good quarterback at least for now that could change even though they lost on Sunday the Eagles but it wasn't his fault that, it was I, not I, his I, fault yeah, I could I could say that, man. But uh, Kirk Cousins was out there looking like a like a bad man, <laughs> bro. That's, What's y'all thought? Is that a more fair comparison, Jared Goff to Kirk Cousins? Like he'll show mm. you, he'll oh, show you. All right, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. He'll have a good year, then he'll have a bad year, then he'll have like a half good year. Like I feel like that's the trajectory that that Jared Goff is going off. And and is he as and is he as good without Sean McVay as he would be? With no. You can't say that though. You can't. Like, these I just are think Sean. Like, I just think Sean McVay is a really good coach, and I think they've put. You know, he's been in a, a, a system to succeed. I don't mm-hmm. think Jared Goff is bad, but I think I. I do think this is recency bias, and also just part of him being so young, where it's like, when when you have success early on in your career, you you expect sustained success, or you mm-hmm. go from there. So, right. when when you start to decline. Everyone takes it a lot harder, and then it's just like, "Hey, what's what's really going on?" Like you're the decline, you're standing pat, and at this point, you know, you really gotta try and make something of yourself. You know, this is where it's gonna come down to. Like, when you're in that much of a position to succeed, you have a good coach, 
you have the offensive weapons. The only thing you don't have is consistency in Todd Gurley's health, but your backs are decent enough, and with the wide receiving core you have, you should be able to do something, you know? And you have the best player in the NFL on defense. Okay, okay. That's, that, that's, all, that's all good and all. But based off what you're saying, then Patrick Mahomes might be a fraud too. I'm not saying to as an extent, but he's definitely not performing as to the level that he played last year, especially over these past couple of weeks. He's been, I don't want to say fairly regular, but he hasn't been MVP caliber like how we saw. So I think that, you know, these we players... Can I can I can dispute that right now, though, based on What's using it? your own words. Literally, because you've never seen someone throw the ball the way Patrick Mahomes throws the ball. Can you name one Jared Goff play that's been like a Mahomes play that made you really go like, only he can do that? Well, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. You can't necessarily call him a fraud or you can't say that, you know, he's not he's not meant for this because like, all right, Mahomes is obviously a generational quarterback. I'm not saying that he's fallen off, but he's not been MVP like how he's been MVP. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when I say been, been MVP, he hasn't been an MVP like how we like like how he ha- like how he's been playing last year yeah no it's like i said it's when you have that much success in the beginning of your career also mahomes was in that class so actually he yeah. would be well technically oh, yeah, between golf yeah. between between golf yeah golf and yeah. Uh, carson yeah but um, Today, yeah but yeah no like um i i think that's another just thing of the recency bias and also like i said like it's like when you have that success early on if you don't add to it um people take you know they look at it a different way but um yeah no like i'm like I said, we're we're really early on in Golf's career. Um, he he can prove to be a great quarterback, and this could just be a down year, and that happens. But right now, he's looking kind of mid. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, we only almost halfway through the season. Damn, that's so sad to say. Um, <laughs> but um, just a couple props that I wanted to point out this week. Um, Patriots defense, yeah, they're legit. Like, yeah. that, like thousand percent legit. I mean, I know they only played the Giants this week, but that secondary is, you know, and the refs, they missed some calls. You know, they weren't as involved in the Thursday night game as they were in the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. But, um, Yo, the you know, two undefeated teams, the Patriots and the Niners, their defense is the real deal. Yeah. I mean, and that also could explain why the, the Rams was, was, wasn't really themselves against, um, against, uh, against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But, um, most definitely, most definitely, yeah. New England, their their secondary is legit. You can make the argument that right now, Stephon Gilmore is the best quarterback in football, and I I think most people would probably agree with me. People that that watch that watch every week, um, he's definitely been playing like it. But just a reflection of that game, you know, I thought that their defense, the defense once again car- car- carries them like tremendously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Giants they didn't play bad. You know, I don't want to say that they that they had a bad game. It's just that Daniel Jones, you know, he he turned over the football. When you turn over the football against good teams, they capitalized. Um, mm-hmm. The defense, you know, the defense did play better. I will give that give the our pass defense rush a lot. showed some signs of life. Yeah, exactly, and that's that that's key, especially playing against quarterbacks like Tom Brady, where you put pressure on him, you know, make him make make decisions. He's not going to be as good as you know, you know how how he usually is. Yeah. So I believe that you know, where the Giants they make they make they making some strides. I mean they got a, a decent matchup this week against the Cardinals, and if they win that, you know, like I said, the division is wide open. You know, I mean I'm not saying we're gonna win or we're gonna lose it, but it's a, you it's, got some good building blocks. You're you're at a good starting point. 
Absolutely. I think we're in, like at this point in the rebuild, this is this is I think where where, where we want to be. Where we showing mm-hmm. signs, you know, Daniel Jones, he's he has to continue to get better and take care of the football. That's you know, the 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 interceptions is something that you know we weren't really seeing, but I obviously against the best secondary in football right now and the best defensive football that you, you figure he's gonna make mistakes. You know, um the Patriots twelve and twelve and zero against rookie quarterbacks at uh Gillette Stadium. So, you know, yeah. now at this point, soft ass schedule. Yeah. Well to the low key they they actually actually you can't even say low key. High key they have the only team they really beat is Buffalo. Yeah. They they've had a super soft schedule so far. Yeah. But it it'll get harder because they, they play the Chiefs later on mm-hmm. and you know they played a big bad Jets this week who we just came off of a real 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 surprise that <laughs> went we we all picked Dallas <laughs> oh, is that is that my cue? Oh yeah. Well, all I have to say, all I have to say is J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. You know, it feels good to win, but it feels even better to win against the Cowboys. And I know Miles can can understand where I'm coming oh, from. Oh man, because his team plays in the same division as Cowboy fans and Cowboy fans. Or oh man, I know Stephen A. Smith has like his own like vendetta against Cowboy fans, and for a while I didn't have a problem with Cowboys fans. They were just there because I because my because Jets never really had to play them. We play them every four years, and it's like all right, whatever. But speaking of which, the Jets are three and zero in their last three games uh, against the Cowboys, and in succession they've been beaten by Mark Sanchez, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and now Sam Darnold. That's besides, <laughs> but it was just amazing game. And you know what was great about this is that the offense looked like how it was supposed to look. And for the yeah. first, for the last like yeah. three weeks, it's like, oh, oh, Adam Gase is supposed to be this offensive guru, and oh, the offense is looking trash, blah blah. Maybe Gase isn't the right coach. And it's like, dog, he's playing with a third string quarterback that's not that got cut. He got cut this week, so yep. that, that 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 should show you how bad Luke Folk is. No disrespect to him. I mean, he's an NFL. He was good enough to get to the NFL. So it means he's talented, but he's just not talented enough for what the Jets need and what the NFL requires for a starter. And that's what Sam Darnold was. Literally, I, the first play, play action, I think it was like a, a 17-yard gain to Crowder, and I was like, all right, he's back. Like This is, 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 is going to be good. And for the rest of the game, for the most part, it was it was a solid game for the Jets, top to bottom. I mean, I thought the secondary was going to be the biggest uh, key. I thought the Amari Cooper injury in the first half was big. I think that that's, that's that really, was, I think that's really yeah. that's really what the big difference in the game was. I think if he's healthy throughout the game, it's a totally different game. I think there there's more of a passing attack there. I think if he's healthy, they lose. It is quite possible. I think they they, they dev, the, the Cowboys would definitely be throwing the ball the ball more if Cooper was on the field as opposed to off the field. Uh, but you got to play who's out there, yeah. and Absolutely. you know. Then I I think uh Cobb I think Cobb was also out too. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Cobb was out. It was just Gallup and um, Tavon Austin. Yeah, that was uh, out there for the. But I can't. You can't take for any mid quarterback. He's got to have a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't dis. I don't disagree with you there. I, I don't. I mean, um, I, yeah, yeah. That was that was a quality win for the Jets. I'm not taking anything mm-hmm. away from them. At the end of the day, for all of this talk about how good that Dak is, they got Zeke. You know, they 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 got they got a, a solid defense. You know, they that's a game they should win. That's a game that they that they shouldn't have lost. But to be honest, the Jets came out fired up. Darnold came back, you know, with his with his rip protecting, you know. 
I, I give them I give them mad credit. You know, Darnold look had them boys looking different. Yeah, he and I watched and looks like a whole different team. Yeah, exactly. I saw Robbie finally got someone who could get the ball to him. But you see that's that, you see that, right? As the offense works different with Darnold back there, he can actually make those throws. He's not like a de- he's not a deer caught in the headlights. He actually knows what it takes to get the ball from the center and get the ball to his right receivers. Everybody just looks so much better, yeah. and that's and that's what that's what made it great. And I'm not now going into Monday night. I don't expect them to win, but I do think it's going to be very competitive. The Jets always play the Patriots close and tough at home. It's going to be Monday night. They're going to be coming off a big win against the uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's going to be good. And, uh, and to be honest, Patriots offense has not looked that good. Even though the Jets lost 30, they gave up 30 points, um, you know, in, up in Foxborough a few weeks ago. The defense only gave up about, I think, 17 of those points. The other, yeah. the other, the other thirteen came off of defensive scores. So, I mean, hey, if you can hold Brady and and the, and the Patriots only seventeen points of offense, you give yourself a good chance. So, I'm not saying and predicting anything, but I think the Jets will get Jets from here going forward are definitely going to look like a different Jets. And after this Patriots um, game, they start a stretch where they're going up against teams that are sub five hundred. They got the in no particular order. They have the Redskins. They have. The Dolphins, they have the Giants, they have the Bengals, they have the Bills again, uh, and it's somebody else that's really bad. But well, the Bills aren't bad. Well, I, aside from the Bills, but I think I think I think with with this new look team, I think y'all play the Dolphins. Y'all play the Dolphins twice, so that yeah, that, we still that, got the Dolphins play. twice. We got the, the Giants, Dolphins the Redskins, twice. Bengals. Uh, we have I know we have the Steelers and the Ravens later in the season. Uh, Steelers game is looking very Steelers game is looking very winnable. I'd say, I say, I think the Jets could finish the season eight and eight. Um, it's possible. It's, if Donald, if Donald could stay healthy, yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think, I, yeah, because for some reason the AFC East just has such a light schedule this year when it comes to the uh, team. The team that's we playing. play, we play the Robert, NFC Robert East Kraft. and the AFC North. Yeah. So AFC AFC North is only light. Right now, because the we don't know what's wrong with the Browns, um, which is unexpected. Like if you look at the schedule, it doesn't seem like it's light when you play the AFC North. Playing the AFC North is never light, but the Bengals never. are trash. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is out, and it's just the baby Browns right now. Just need to grow up. Yep, and them damn Ravens that just beat the ass Bengals. Shout out my man's Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yo, JC done. We could talk about it. Any any last words on your Jets? I I, I do think it was a great win. Uh, offense looked amazing. Um, I still don't think our secondary is good. I think a, a good quarterback's going to eat them up. Oh, of course. But, um, I was that was my main was right that was my high. main concern. Right um, shout out to them. Mid level, uh, they didn't have to worry about mid level deck. So <laughs> I definitely did that. I will end it on this. It's like, you know, you're a Cowboys fan and you go in and you're like, oh, but we got Dak, we got Zeke, we got Amari Cooper, we got Thon Lee, Tony Romo on commentary. What happened? Oh, also, <laughs> which was a big play in that game, the missed field goal, I think, was the biggest play in that game mm-hmm. uh, by the by a mayor, I think his name is. That missed oh, field goal, yeah, that missed field goal was huge. Because it was right after the Jets, it's right after Sam Darnold had thrown that interception uh, by the goal line. It was the very That's next drive. Turnovers. Got to ca- capitalize. Yeah. There you go. Got an, um, Good teams do that. 
Is uh, <laughs> can can we talk about the Cowboys head coach being mid as well? Oh, Jason he's Garrett. Been made. He's always he been that. Yeah. It's not gonna be his job after this year. It's gonna be it's Kellen Moore. It's gonna be Kellen Moore. That's who they want. That's their guy. Mm-hmm. That's 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 their offensive coordinator. But um, yeah, I think Garrett's days a number to be honest. But he's never really been a coach to me. He's just always been a figurehead to Jerry Jones. That's kind of what. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's the only thing that, that that saves him. Jerry loves him like a son. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only way his job is safe. And even if Jason Garrett gets fired, he might not even get he might not even not even get completely fired. He might get like Another a, like a front, like, yeah, exactly. I'm about to say, yeah, he might get a front office job or something like that. But they have a big game coming up this Sunday night. They play the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, depending exactly. on if with the Eagles health, that can go anyway. That's what I'm saying. The Eagles dead have no they have no secondary right now. Yeah. But Amari Cooper, he heard he heard his quad, so we don't know if he's playing. And if he's not playing, and your best receivers are Gallup and um, and Tavon Austin, then I don't know. That might that might that one might go in the Eagles' favor. I guess we'll see. But speaking of uh, no, no, it's my turn. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I was try- I, I kind of, I, I tried to segue you in, but you oh, you didn't really God. take advantage of the opportunity. I mean, I did it before, but I just wanted to make sure JT. Listen, it's been a big week for JT. All right, so, yeah, you're right. Sure you got, got it. it you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I Thank understand. you, John. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But um, you know who else had a big week? Lamar motherfucking Jackson. Wow, I love a good transition. Yeah, I mean, the Bengals are bad. I, again, I don't want to take too much into it, but when your quarterback throws for two hundred and almost runs for two hundred, uh, he's doing the things, and it just showed there. The main thing I feel like it really showed is without Hollywood, some receivers got to step up to make it make it a threat, make uh make the receiving core a threat. Because I feel like that's why. I mean, we the offensive line played amazing, so shout out to them, and that's why we were able to run basically whenever we wanted to. Like everyone was was getting yards on the ground, but without Hollywood. There is, there's clearly a difference. Also, Willie Sneed has been uncharacteristically dropping balls, which is worrying me. But um, I, I, I'm not worried. Like, I'm not too worried because he's Willie, and I know he usually comes through in the clutch. Wait, what was he doing? He's been dropping like balls this season. <laughs> Continue. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, like I think that the um, offense looked good. It just showed that it's like the. You, you got to stop it somehow. And then, if, you know, Hollywood got a week to stay healthy. And I feel like if they played a good team, Hollywood might have played. But you, you didn't, we didn't need him this week. And Lamar is just, and he's just showing things. And his passing was like good. Like his passes, everything looked crisp. It's just another week to build on. I don't want to take too much stock to it because the Bengals, but it's, again, like it's a lot to build on. The thing I will say though, um, still not sold on the pass rush, still was a little iffy. And, I still think we need to trade for Jalen Ramsey. We have the things that we can trade for him. I do think we should. It'll completely lock down our secondary. If we really want to be a contender with the injuries that we have, we need to to lock down that secondary. Um, if we want to beat a team like the Chiefs, we need to lock down the secondary. And with Jimmy Smith hurt, you don't really know what's going on with him. And we already know he's had injury history and he's not getting any younger. Um, Tavon's hurt out for the season, you know. Now Tony's out. Shout out to Deshaun and Chuck for playing great, but I wasn't worried about them. Um, but it's our other side. You know, Marlon Humphrey, 
put some respect on that man's name. That is an elite cornerback. Like, look up fucking Boyd's numbers. Like, that is an elite cornerback. Um, so the other side, that's that's where we're getting some issues because you're getting eaten up by a nobody receiver, and it's because you got a nobody cornerback playing him. You, we had to we had to sign back a cornerback we cut because of injuries. You know, um, I just think that I I think it's something that they should really look into as long as the asking price is too crazy. But either way, I think we can afford it. I think it's another way that if you really want to lock down for the future, that's that's the that's the move to make right there. You you still have Humphrey on rookie deal, um, even though they're probably gonna have to pay him soon, which I'm not mad at. But it's like I, we spend money on our defense, you know. You you got your off your offense is young as shit, so you're gonna worry about them for a bit. You spend money on your defense, you lock it up. Defense wins championships, and then now you're a bigger contender for this year. Um, so yeah, looking forward, it's just let's make sure everyone gets healthy, and we just gotta keep it up. I don't even know who do, who do we play next week. The Ravens, um, yeah. they play the Seahawks. That's going to be a good-ass game. Speaking of the Seahawks, which is who I wanted to talk about next. So I got, I just got two questions for y'all. So before we um, go get into our picks for next week, I just want to know who do y'all feel – what's more surprising to y'all, that Russ is looking like a very solidified MVP candidate or that the Chiefs are looking very – I wouldn't say mid, but they're looking, you know, they played bad these past two weeks. So what's more surprising to y'all that, like, you know, Mahomes hasn't really been himself for that, like, uh, Russ is really stepping up as a front runner for the MVP right now. This is what I'm going to say about the Chiefs. I don't think it's as much on Mahomes as it is on his offense. I think they're getting exposed. And that's really what it is. And yeah, it's like, you know, and we all know Mahomes can move. He's, he's pretty mobile. He's athletic and he's going to make plays. But you can't, like, just rely on that and expect to have sustained success because look at Aaron Rodgers, you know? Um, as much as Aaron Rodgers is a bad man and Pat Mahomes is a bad man, the team's not going to have sustained success if you can't, you know, the offensive line's got to protect them and you got to be able to put it all together. So they were, they've been getting eaten up on the ground. Um, that, that's what happened when uh, they lost to, uh, to the Colts. They're, the Colts offensive line absolutely bullied them. And then the Chiefs offensive line has just been looking a wild suspect. So, yeah, you know, Pat Mahomes can make those plays, but you don't want him to have to make crazy plays every possession. Also, um, in that last, like, offensive drive, like, well, I guess second last or whatever, but I just, I didn't like the decision to run the ball like that at the end with Shady. Like, yeah, time and possession, time and possession, but, like, just you have arguably the best quarterback in the league. Let him make some plays. But yeah, and honestly, Russ being a solidified MVP candidate doesn't surprise me at all. He's that good. I definitely agree there. Um, yeah, Russ. He just, but this is all. This is how he always is. Just always very stay in it, stay in his lane. Very underrated. Mm-hmm. I won't say that he has minimal help around him, but you compare the offensive weapons that he has around him to the likes of Mahomes. Or They're like, or, or golf, like you know, I can't say Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is doing doing a lot with not much right now mm-hmm. with with, with uh, Devontae out right now. But um, it, I just it's just crazy that like I do like Russell Westbrook who has won Super Bowls, well has won a Super Bowl, been to multiple Super Bowls, 
and is a certified winner in this league, like has flown under the radar for radar for as long as he has. And at least right now, I think I wouldn't say he's putting the league on notice, but he's consistently winning. And, you know, especially if they win it, win against the Ravens this, ne- this next week, that'll, I think people, that'll continue the conversation of him, you know, being the MVP, unless for some reason, you know, Mahomes has a, like a 500 yard, six touchdown game that like, you know, will completely shut down all that noise. But, you know, yeah. I guess we'll see going forward. Yeah, and I mean, the other people in the MVP race for me right now, too, are Deshaun and McCaffrey. Oh, absolutely. They're not so, going to give it to McCaffrey, though. But, oh, yeah, yeah I, I definitely feel you. But Deshaun's not, in there. Yeah, Deshaun, I, you know, Deshaun, I feel like, is is, is definitely in that um in that conversation because he has the offense, like, rolling, like, how yeah. how, how they should be rolling. And, you know, this is what the, the offense, you know, the potential of it is what's we thought it would be, you know, right before Deshaun, yeah, right before he got hurt two years ago and tore his ACL. So I'm happy that Deshaun himself is living up to the, the potential of what he had for when he was at Clemson. Um, and so, yeah, there's a couple good uh, matchups this week in terms of um, the games. Actually, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good games this week. Just like this week, there was a lot of good games. My game of the week for this past week was was definitely. Um, Kansas City, yeah, Houston at Kansas City. I love, yeah. I love watching watching that game, but um, if um, that's all that we have for last, now. The, the last thing oh. I want to touch on is tonight's game. Oh yeah. Um, oh man. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. The officiating well, one, is just... um, the the Packers. I feel like got into such a difficult situation because the people is just dropping the ball. That's one. The straight up the amount of drops on like big plays can't be happening. Like hitting receivers in the hands, the face, like you know what I mean. Um, just too many drops. But even so, them officials, man, them officials, two very big calls. I don't know, bro. I just don't see how on the final drive that those hands to the face penalties. And I mean, all right, whatever. Whether whether he had his hands to the face or not, like those weren't like game altering plays. Like it wasn't like a pass interference. It wasn't like you know, so like he even got sacked. It's just you know, just it's just flags. You know, this is in, in a clutch, the clutchest moments of the game, and the officiating this year has been very like tic tacky, like just throwing a flag on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, JT, you even saw the end of the Jets game where they threw six flags on six consecutive plays, man. Like, no, it was that that was egregious, and I'm not to say that the NFL was rigged or anything, but it it looked like they were. Tr- give the Cowboys that when the the pass interference uh down by the goal line uh right before they scored the touchdown uh with Zeke when he was being guarded by Blake Cashman awful call cuz Cashman turns his head right at the last minute to knock the ball away uh the pass interference on Jamal Adams was a horrendous call as well i mean it was just for some reason the league officials have been pretty bad this year um right and I don't, I don't know what, what what's going on. Hopefully, it gets corrected as the yeah. season goes on. But it's been bad. And my biggest problem is, is that you know with this new rule that you can challenge pass interference. A lot of times, it's pass interference, and they don't overturn it. As you saw in the Giants game at the end of the game, where he threw it to Golden Tate, and that that was clearly pass interference. It was clearly pass interference, and they didn't overturn it. It's just yeah. it's just frustrating watching it as a fan because it makes you not know. It gives you a more difficult interpretation of what the rules are. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't see you the know? golden tape play, but um, the thing I'll say about that is I know that especially in preseason they were throwing the like pass interference early on to see how they're going to call it, like those challenges. I think it's a good challenge to have, but it's things people got to realize is like something that could be like considered from the diction from like the textbook definition of pass interference, like from the rule standpoint, probably happens on every play. And right. you can say the same thing about holding. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And part of the reason why um the the challenges. I feel like why none of them have been able to be overturned is it has to be egregious. Like literally they go and in the rules, it's like, it's basically up to the refs or up to New York. If you're challenging it to decide if it was enough, it's not, if it was past interference, it's if it was enough. Again, I didn't see the golden tape play, but for most of the other ones, um, it's just been like, Oh yeah, it's like past interference, but they were both fighting. So past interference on both of them, or it's like such a small amount. It didn't have any effect on the play. So, I feel like that's where a, a lot of people, coach in particular, aren't really getting it. Where they're like, "Oh yeah, that's pass interference." I'm like, if you look at anything close enough, you're gonna find something wrong. But um, it really comes down to like what they decide, and usually it's just if it's egregious, they'll give it to you. But I feel like they're being better on calling the egregious runs right away. I also do like the um that you can challenge it if it was called pass interference. I like that because. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times you'll get it where it's like a wide receiver trips over themselves so their legs get tangled up and then you get called on a pass interference and that's not a pass interference. Right. So that's I feel like it's going to be, it. especially later on in the season, I feel like yeah. that's going to be more clutch than actually going for the pass interference calls. Yeah. The The problem is is the is, is like the definition of pass interference is is really... It's so subjective. Like, it, it, exactly. It's so subjective. And then there's, there's situations where um, you know, it's not pass interference, but it's legal contact, but you can't challenge the contact or it's, you know, defensive holding, but you can't challenge defensive holding. It's just one of those tic tacky, you know, kind of things. It's unfortunate, but um, NFL got to do better before I petition to bring back the replacement refs. Oh, God, I think at the rental refs. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Yeah. So um, if that's all we got for that, yeah. I want to get into these. Picks, but before we get into the picks, I want to uh, tell y'all what the scoreboard is. <laughs> so, based off this past week, you know, um, of the fourteen games that there were, uh, John did the best. He was nine and five, followed by JT and myself. We were seven and seven. Um, and the total total scoreboard is uh, 60, 62 and thirty, sixty-two and thirty. John and JT, and then uh, me, uh, three two two games back in the loss column. Um, right now, fifty-nine and thirty-two. So, actually, is my math wrong? Oh, my math yeah. is wrong. Oh, yeah, that I doesn't have, sound right. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah, I'm 52. I'm um, No, 59 and 33. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. That's the scoreboard, folks. I'm just so mad I didn't bet on the Niners game. Oh, my and then now that, And then now I can't, I can't bet on them another week and fucking and have it be an upset pick because people are, are seeing how good the defense is. Yep. And you know what? Detroit is good, a, a good team, and this is like I'm so upset, man, because this is like the third week in a row that yeah. I've lost on lost one of my picks off of a last second field goal. And it's, I do it's, agree it, that Detroit is a good team with you, though. I, I do agree. I think they're above like, mid. Yeah, yes, they're definitely above mid. They're like within the like top ten to top like thirteen category. I'll give them that. Okay. But anyhow, so we have Thursday night football: Chiefs at Broncos. The Broncos are bad. 
And the Chiefs are not going to lose that. Man. They're not going to lose three straight. There's no fucking Def- way. Definitely not. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I'll go Chiefs. Tyron Chief. Matthews going to pick off Joe Flacco like three times. There's a lot of Joe Flacco. It's a lot of Joe Flacco hostility that John has. He it's, does. It's wild. It, 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 it's a Raven's remorse. Even it has. That man's brought you all a championship. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you, you so ungrateful. Oh my gosh. Right. Right, like he Justin might, champion. Justin might not ever see a championship in his. John, life. John's seen a cha- John has seen a championship in his baseball team, his basketball, team, and his football team in his lifetime, and he's over here like, ooh, woe is me. I, hey, I never said that. I just, you know, after we we got hoodwinked and bamboozled and all that money, it doesn't out. matter. You still got a ring in the last ten years, and I'm grateful. Never said I wasn't. It's ridiculous, but it was a team really? win. Someone had to take the ball under center. Yeah. <laughs> Not crazy. All anyway, right. Um, Dolphins at the Bills. Bills. <laughs> yeah, Bills. <laughs> I don't know, man. My thing is my <laughs> Stop thing. Stop it. Stop it. Don't do that. Stop Bro, it. I'm not, Matter of fact, go not, ahead. Go no, ahead. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, you know, they they subbed out Rosen for Fitzpatrick, and they Fitzpatrick had them both them boys rolling. They almost got their first win. Yeah, that was the same case earlier in the season, Washington. though, because they subbed out Fitzpatrick for Rosen, and Rosen actually looked pretty decent. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of <laughs> like a back gotta, and forth thing. Switch him every half, basically. <laughs> just, to get just a for the record, for the record, I'm going with the Bills. I'm just saying, don't be surprised. The but, Bills could win this game str- off the strength of just defensive points. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so let me stop bugging. All right, word. So, um, Jaguars at Bengals. Jaguars. Minshew. They're not dropping Minshew. this many in a row, and the Bengals are bad. Minshew Mania. AJ yes, Green sir. is not playing. Minshew Mania. Ooh, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. Vikings at Lions, and I have Detroit. I'm taking Detroit. I don't see Kirk Cousins having two good games in a row, and the the Lions defense is solid, man. Matt Patricia is doing his thing over Yes, he has them boys rolling. I will say this is the first Lions game that I actually watched. So, yeah, I can. I feel more comfortable, like picking them. I'm going Vikings just because. Just because. Just because I like. Uh, it's interesting how after he got called out by his wide receivers, the net the very next week two touchdowns to Thielen, and then the week after that two touchdowns to Diggs. Three. I don't know. Yeah, but three at the same touchdowns time, to Diggs. Um, yeah. At the same time, the the Lions secondary is way better than the Eagles secondary. Because Eagles yeah. secondary is non-existent. This is uh, true, but then you know Dalvin could have a big game. Then I just, I just think the the Lions just have an overall better defense. And no, they have a they have a good defense. Yeah, I just don't trust but, Kirk. Kirk's, uh, it's Kirk's, hard to... Kirk's down like his downfall is consistency. So you expect him to have two good games in the same week? No, I expect him to have three, and then a, and then the other five just be terrible. Two? No, but two in the <laughs> same week. I also wouldn't be surprised if this was a high-scoring game. Yep. It's in Detroit, right, you said? It's in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Track meet. Mm. I like this one. This next one. Uh, Raiders at Packers. Mm. Raiders have not let me down this year when I picked them. But it's the Packers, and it's Aaron Rodgers. Pack at home. I'm going to go with Oakland on this one. And I'm quoting a wise man just because. (laughs) <laughs> thank you, thank you. 
And then, um, oh, sorry, I forgot I'm reading off the picks. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, then we got the um, <laughs> the Rams at the Falcons. Oh, dang. Oh, oh no. Oh, brother, <laughs> this guy stinks. <laughs> Oh, so this no. is like the this is like the equivalent of uh of Washington of, of Washington at uh, Miami. Yes, no, it really is. <laughs> no, it's... Girly, because Gurley didn't play against the the Niners, right? Yeah, but... oh no, he didn't. Yeah, we don't even know if he's playing this week. But it's, like, it's the Falcons, bro. The Falcons, the Falcons, like the Falcons, man. They just oh, they don't know what no. the fuck is going. Freaking on. Matt Bryant, man. How? How? Yeah. He messed us up. He messed us up. That was supposed to be that was supposed to be one that me and JT had, but nope, 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 nope. God had other plans. But um I'm going to, I'm going LA on this. Yeah, same. Don't do it, JT. We've been hurt uh, too many times by them. Don't do it. Right? This is ridiculous. It's like every time you every time you want to pick Atlanta, it's just like you just regret it right after. Yeah, because you go, yo, Atlanta at home. They're overdue for a win. They've been overdue for a win all fucking season. Dog, since that Eagles win, since they beat the Eagles and they celebrated a lot, have not won a game. My son oh, Julio yeah, was nah. like, I'm healthy. They were like, bet, we're just going to lose every game. I can't believe they lost them. They, I, I really can't believe they lost to them now that I think about it. And that's, that puts this, this game into perspective for me. Yeah, so I'm definitely taking the, the, the Rams. JT, they These guys them. should be winless. These guys should like if 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 what's his fit? If Agro never dropped that pass, yo, the Falcons should be winless right now. That's crazy. Um, Imagine that. Damn, damn, Bailey. Damn, Mike I got it. I got it. Oh, but then again, the Rams. Yo, I don't, you know what? I'm going Rams. You know what? And if 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 they lose, we all lose. So it's, it's yeah. all right. I said Dan Bailey. I meant to say Dan Quinn. Sorry, just for correction purposes. Um, ooh, I like this Texans at Colts. Mm. Ooh. Division matchup. Let's hey, go. Black quarterbacks, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, Two weeks Colts in a row. Colts at a bye? Colts at a bye. Colts and T.Y. is coming back. I think, I think the Colts take it at home. That's not a knock on the Texans. I think the Texans are rolling right now. But I just think it's a division matchup. The Colts have a really good offensive line. I just think. And they had a lot of time to prepare. So. Mm. I got Deshaun. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with Watson here. I think it's gonna be a really good game, high scoring. I think it'll probably be like maybe 31 28, something like that. 31 24. Definitely should be a high scoring uh, game. It's gonna be a great game. I'm not gonna be mad if I lose on this one, but I think Colts yeah. at home. Yeah, most definitely. You got the Niners at the Redskins. Ha <laughs> ha. Niners. Yeah, not even. Same really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think the Redskins might have. Say, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm actually going to this next game. Uh, Cardinals at Giants. Hmm. Give me the Cardinals. Oh, Justin. We love a hater. I'm going with the G-Men on this. This one is actually kind of tough. You got two mid-rookie quarterbacks. It's crazy. Mid-rookie quarterbacks. (laughs) (laughs) That's evil of you. Because the Giants have no secondary. But their pass rush is a thing now. But oh wait, do we know if Patrick Peterson is back? Uh, I heard they're 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 listening to trade talks for like the third straight year. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. Yo, I swear knows. his name comes up every year. Oh, Cardinals listening to trade talks for Pat Peterson every single year for like the past three years. Like Kevin and he Love never gets traded. Yeah, just like that, and he never goes. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, Patrick Peterson was suspended. Yeah, I was about to say, he definitely was suspended. I'm looking at it now. He, he yeah. had his, uh, He's coming back next week. Yeah, no, Cardinals. Cardinals? I like yeah. Daniel Jones, but he's the turnovers. And the, the Cardinals have a couple more veterans on defense. Hey, man, it's going to be tough. Secondary is going to have their hands full with this because they got um, – depending on if Christian Kirk comes back, they would have him, Larry Fitzgerald, and then they're on um, the tight end. I forgot his name. And then David Johnson is also um, – Yeah, the, the Giants like, aren't healthy, man. They're yeah. just not healthy. And it they always tough. just play really well against the Patriots. This is facts. But I still got the G, man. I might be wrong, but who cares? All right. Um, all right, so you got the Chargers at the Titans. Ugh. I go Chargers. I go Chargers too because the, 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 the Titans, the Titan, the Titans. Every time the Titans play, I just don't tune in because it's just like the, they're the least interesting team to watch in the NFL right now. Absolutely. I rather watch them. I'm, I would. I would rather watch the Dolphins play, and I mean this wholeheartedly. <laughs> I would rather watch the Dolphins. Dolphins play sixty minutes of football than watch the the Titans play one quarter of football. Wow, they're just. I, I can't. I can't do it. That's wild. Um. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. They they gotta win something, right? I would hope so. I mean, they they just lost two straight. They you know. Yeah, and mid Mariota got benched. So yeah, he did. He did for Tannehill. Ironically enough, um, so we got us this. Oh, I like these last ones. Um, Saints at Bears. Mm. I'm going with I'm going with New Orleans. Well, they're coming off a of bye week. I just, we don't we don't really know if if Trubisky is going to play or not. But to because he had he has an injury to his non throwing shoulder, who knows? But regardless, I don't think it matters. I'm mm-hmm. still rocking. I'm rocking with the Saints in that defense and my man Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going for the Saints as well. I'll go Bears. It's going to be that game's going to end like thirteen to ten, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna be that, that joint is is gonna be the farthest thing from a shooter. I'm, yeah, if, if, if I if I was a gambling man, I would take the under on that oh, game. Bet the the far under because I mean J- uh, Jaguars Saints this week was that was, was kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a good even, game though. Yeah, it was, it was, like, it was good. But my was, mom was like, complaining about it, and I'm just like, you just don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I'm like, this is a great game right now. Nah, Cam Jordan is a problem. Oh my yeah, god, that, that 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 man is that man is 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 nice. Cam, Cam Jordan, Jordan, Khalil no Mack. Funny. Man, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, but I'll, I'll still go Bears. No doubt. I hear you on that. Oh man, Ravens at Seahawks. Give me Russ. Woke up feeling dangerous. I'll take Honestly, I'll take I'll take the better black quarterback for three hundred. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Do it, come my on! Mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, I'm just like, do I just uphold my streak of picking the Ravens every week, even though I feel like the Seahawks are going to win? See, yeah, why not? Hawks. Why not? Nah, just you know it. what? Just I'm, pick them. Just pick them. Yeah, I'm gonna just, just I'm gonna just rock with my team. I'm not mad at it, you know, because they could win. This is like yeah. an upset pick, but it's not really an upset. I think it's win. an upset like, pick if they win. Uh, I think the Seahawks are a better team. Yeah, definitely are a better team, but I mean, I can see either team playing. Whatever. Yeah. All right. It's Eagles, gonna be a good game though. Sunday night football. Eagles at the Cowboys. Mm. This all to me. This all depends on if Amari Cooper comes back. That's how I think. To. But I don't think all right. They already lost three in a row. The 
The Eagles have no secondary. I think that this is this will be a game that's like 27. No, not 27. This will be, this will be like a 21-17 game or like a 24-20 game. But as much as it pains me, I'm going to regret this next Sunday. I already know it. I already know I'm going to regret it. But, um, yeah, uh, give, give me Cowboys, man. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. I think I'm going to have to go Cowboys at home. And I like the Eagles, but they're too banged up and their secondary is non-existent. E-A-T-L-E-S. I wish I could put a clause where if they trade for Jalen Ramsey in this week, they'll win. But I need to break. I need to break the news to drop tomorrow that they that they got Jalen Ramsey, man. That would be, be, be crazy. And and just and Justin, I assume you going with you going for the Philly special. Uh, dilly dilly. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, then the Monday night game. Monday night game, Patriots. Just, just Patriots. <laughs> Give me doing that. <laughs> Hmm. Do it, do it, Justin. Do it, do it. This man hasn't picked his own team in weeks. Yeah, no funny. I haven't picked. I have, I have not picked. I haven't picked my my team. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's, it's it's. I mean, you can understand why. I'm, oh yeah, I'm not a third string quarterback. But skinny um, cat. Well, you you have your starter now. I do, and we might have CJ mostly back too. Oh, you oh, might have CJ. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna ride. We're gonna ride this gravy train to the wheels fall off. Oh, I love it. JT. I love it. Yeah. I love it. J E T S suck, suck, suck. Let's y'all, get it. Y'all better pray that the Jets lose on Monday because <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy. We, we would not hear the end of it. <laughs> oh man, yo, if the Jets manage to win, oh, bro, and if man. they win, it's gonna be by a field goal late. If they win, I will not say anything the entire football segment except when I talk about the Ravens. <laughs> it's about to, it's about to, it, yeah, nah, I'm not gonna lie. If, um, if the Jets win, Justin, you got to do a whole monologue. Oh, I will. Yeah, oh, I intend to. Oh, I intend to. I'm calling out everybody. Dude, if the Jets <laughs> win, we're gonna have visuals for this shit. What's on JT gonna be talking into the, the camera? <laughs> <laughs> right. The YouTube, will, the YouTube will just be me talking about the Jets. I won't upload any other clips. <laughs> Go watch the YouTube, y'all. All right. And uh, now that we've uh, wrapped up sports, we're going into part three of Anime Book Club, where we are covering Konosuba. God's blessing on this wonderful world. Again, nice, light, funny series. Um. Definitely had some interesting things happen in these uh <laughs> these episodes. <laughs> um, if you're just looking at it based on um in relative to the season, it might seem like an awkward place to stop. But story wise, you know, we are continuing into the next season. We're gonna finish everything. Um, all the episodes that are out right now. Uh, while we're, that's what we're gonna cover. So um, yeah, and then maybe after uh the movie is supposed to be coming out soon. So maybe after we'll watch the movie or something. But uh yeah, let's let's get right into it. I Episode uh, seven. Oh man. Alright, so boom. You know what? I honestly I think I might take a back seat to episode seven seven eight. I would very much like to uh do the recap for episode nine. Yo, I already know why, but <laughs> but um uh, yeah, as you know, Jesus, JT, we gotta get some foreplay first. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, JT don't know nothing about that. Oh, no. Oh, trust me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Kylie, no. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, oh, crazy. I have multiple sources now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yo, you remember? Quick, you remember Chris Broussard used to do that? <laughs> Chris Broussard used to be like, "I have multiple sources that tell me." <laughs> Yo, y'all are crazy. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so All right. <laughs> episode seven, we had um. We had they they wanted you know they had to make some money because they're deep in debt thanks to uh, Aqua, um, and they went to go do a winter mission because you know winter's the hardest so they went to, off to go killed some uh, snow sprites, and um, as uh we saw you know it, it started off just a little suspect in general, I mean the episode started off with Cosmo in a chair, but then uh when they're picking the mission you know, darkness wasn't questioning it. It seemed like it seemed like too easy of a mission for no one to have accepted, and then they go on, and then um, it ends up getting intense. Darkness ends up getting exactly what she wanted. Um, a strong monster comes, she gets real, and Kazuma ends up actually getting killed. Um, yeah, that was funny. That shit was hilarious. Because because I, I was like, yo, please put your sword down, otherwise you're gonna get body. He looks up, shoot. <laughs> Nigga, yeah, I think they got his head cut off off rip. I was like, damn. <laughs> and then he was literally, they were like, you know, you lived a hard life here. Things didn't work out. Um, you had the other guy, just Eris, like, I- I'm going to send you back to Japan and you're going to be reincarnated into like a rich family and have like a nice, easy going life. He was like, oh my God, this is great because how difficult my life was here. I was like, yeah, pretty much. I'm also, you know, Cosmo really thought he was he he had a chance at uh going back to Japan and things working out great and he he felt a little soft spot for uh having to leave the world and then Aqua pulled him right back after she uh bullied the other goddess. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was a that was a nice little fun episode. It was funny because I was watching it. And I don't fully remember what was going on, but uh, I just the the way it just went from you know this really could be the end. And if if you don't really know what happens, you, you might think that maybe he goes back, they send him back to Japan and he like tries to get back. He's like, oh no, I need to get back and help them or whatever. That that would be a normal anime plot, you know? Like he backs out and then he goes, Oh no, I couldn't leave him. But yeah, no, it's not it. Aqua was oh. useful. <laughs> she was. It was funny the dialogue that was going on between Ares and uh and, and Aqua. Yeah, she was saying like, <laughs> "Yo," and she pads her bro. She's like, "All right, I'll send them back." <laughs> She's like, "Right, right, hey, hey, no." And Cosmo was like, "Wait, they're pads? What?" <laughs> right before he gets sent back, he was like, "I still like them though." Yeah, that was funny. Um, yeah, episode seven again. Episode seven and eight, not a whole lot happened. Um, yeah, episode was, eight. Was, yeah, episode All eight the- felt like the most um filler episode in a filler series ever like yeah, yeah. for real <laughs> but at the <laughs> same time um yeah, yeah no that shit was just mad funny but at the same time it's can't you can't i feel like you can't consider it filler just because you're introducing a new character and then also um they get a new they finally get a house yeah so, they, um, it also awesome like on some real world shit they got a house now they they live in there too 
Yeah, facts. Um, yeah, no, episode eight was was cool. You meet Wiz, who's like low key a, a like leader in the Dark King's army, even though she doesn't want to be. And Aqua yeah. just bullies her because she's technically an undead. Um, and after they kind of put her out of a job, and then they they get an opportunity while they're um, while Kazuma goes to learn a new power to try and uh, exercise this house, and if they do, they get to keep it. But um, the thing about the house is, uh, spirits keep coming back after you know they're exercised. Um, but yeah, they they, they go and try it. Uh, I don't know if you get if someone else wants to discover what what happened. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, basically it was yeah. just spirits and the story that uh, what do you call it? Aqua was telling in the beginning that they kind of like didn't even pay attention to actually was the yeah. truth like the spirits were taking the over like, the dolls yeah the, bro what's the name of that movie annabelle With yeah the, uh, yo that's, it, that's yo, yo. exactly and the, and the doll that was sitting there in uh cosmo's room i was like i'm looking at the doll i'm like yo that looked just like annabelle and then one <laughs> second yo it's just a whole bunch of dolls running around yeah, that the whole set of the two of them like him and megami were they were just like yo every time megami does this he was like i'm just gonna go use your veranda for a second and then she pulls him back just like when he tried to leave and he was like no we got to do everything together we're loyal allies and he's just like this bitch <laughs> it's like we're like brothers only closer <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she was like he was like I th- he was like i thought i thought crimson demons didn't go to the bathroom and then she said that later, like like two minutes later, when she's using the bathroom, and then he's like, "All right, your time's up." And then they're running, and he was, she's like, "Yeah, we don't use the bathroom." So I'm like, "Wait, what were you doing in there then?" Right. <laughs> that was a fact. She was just sit, she was just sitting there with her with, with her pants off. Childish. Yeah, mm-hmm. she and she and she she's underage too, which is like so. Sure. But uh, Cosmo almost caught a case. Oh my god! He kept yeah. his eyes Cosmo almost caught a few cases. Speaking <laughs> of which, <laughs> yes, episode nine. All right, so I right, so boom. Episode starts off with these two niggas acting wild, weird, right? Going back and forth, passing alleyway. Here comes Cosmo strutting through the you know town hall, minding his business, you know, having a nice, pleasant walk. He's like, "Oh shit, there go my niggas. I'll be adventuring with them sometimes." You're like, "Yo, yo, what up?" Uh, I forget what one of the one of them's name is Dust. Yeah, no. And and the other I forget what the other Keith, one. Is. Keith, Keith, was Keith. The other one. Yeah, Keith and Dust. Like <laughs> mad weird names. Mind you, this is the first time they being they're being right. We never we never yeah like oh these are my friends by the way. He was like he, he just like, introduced yeah, we, them like we like we've seen them all. We be doing adventures together. When no, they don't do adventures together. They oh, just, they just know adventures. each other. Yeah, they yeah. just met. They probably met at, like the bar or some shit. All right, so they're like, yeah. He's like, you know what's down that alley? He's like, nah, what's down there? Uh, it's this magical shop, B. Go in there. It's for male adventures only. Once I saw that in the, in the subtitles, I was like, oh, it's about to go down. <laughs> so they go in, right? And I'm off rip. I'm like, oh, yeah, we in the strip club. It's lit. So they, he's just looking around. He see all the, the anime girls scantily clad as usual. The would expect by. Would would expect nothing less. Turns out they're succubi, um, and it's basically just a a bar where you go to order good dreams. Because and the succubi was explaining, yeah, as an adventure, you be out there in the stables and stuff, and you can't be beaten off. Basically, that base honestly, that's basically what she said. She's like, it's you like- got a lot of pent up energy. Basically, <laughs> what she was saying is, yeah, y'all don't even be y'all y'all can't beat off, and if you try and uh, 
come at a girl, um, no pun intended, um, that you know, Antonio, Antonio <laughs> yo, that's a fact. Then, then the girl's gonna attack you. He was like, damn, that's crazy. No, so no, no, no. They didn't just say attack. Justin. Well, you're gonna chop off the wee wee. <laughs> So he's sitting there filling out the card, and I'm not going to lie. My man was out here asking all the questions. Yeah. He was like, so, in these dreams, what, what what's going on? Oh, you can be anything. You can be a king. Where can it be? It could be anywhere. It could be a bathhouse. It could be a stable. What type of girl? Any girl. Nah, where he got me, when I was like, oh, he's about to catch a case, he was like, so, like, how old does the girl like, have to be? I was like, and I'm looking at the TV. I'm like, yo, Cosmo, sir. Help, help, police, police. <laughs> oh man, it was crazy. She was like, nah, anything you want. And I'm like, damn. But you see how they had the camera angle? It was almost like a POV, just straight from her, her head. And the Yiddies was just yeah. out here bouncing. I'm <laughs> like, rubbing it. Yo, I was like, talk about how they was in there and like everybody, like, nah, 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 take one step back. Can we just talk about how like the titties on anime characters are just like in this show in particular? Oh my goodness! It, wow. it, it is so they're dry. laying the fan service on heavy, but because oh, it's a big facts, it's like whatever. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the lady at the at the at the bar that gives all the notifications and the job, her joints be out here like. Yeah, even when they're just talking like in the mansion and shit, and the girls like yeah, yeah. Them, like when they're in their normal clothes, but um, but no, when he was. <laughs> there like and i thought it was great and this just shows us like to why it's so funny because i thought about it after where i was like i'm like i know that he's not into megamine like that so it's not that he's gonna go for like a younger girl i'm sitting here even though he's asking right i feel like it's because he's only 16 so he was like oh like and and she was as she's on stage she was like yo some people like to bring it back to their childhood and have like a strong woman coming to they brought up that visual. I was like, Yo, what? that shit was hilarious. Like I'm that, not mad at like, it. and then I love how he was like, so it could be anyone, like even like a 2D waifu. And she's like, I don't know what that is, but yeah. And then he's like, you <laughs> yeah. guys, he basically was like, you guys aren't getting in trouble. Like there's no copyright or anything. Like if you're using their likeness, like it's then, a dream. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it, it's, it's a dream. Like, no. And then that was when he has the age thing. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, like they're really hilarious because it, like when you watch it, it's just like you said. Like it just sounds like he's gonna ask some real like R. Kelly creepy shit. Like he gonna be like, "So what? How young can they be?" Um, <laughs> when like well, when I thought about it more, and I'm like, it's probably it's definitely because he's only like 16. And if he were what to would go you with consider older, underage, yeah, <laughs> age ain't nothing but a number. But oh, um, man. man oh man, this in this but, episode continues to get a little bit more crazy, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, go oh. ahead, pick up JT. This yeah, is all right. Yeah, also, I don't want to take. I don't want to take him away. Um, imagine if a business like this was real, how much money it would make. I would. I would have half my check in there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I would, half your check. That's a lot. That's a, I, I got uh, bills, so I don't know if I could do that. Oh, that's a bill. <laughs> she said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I f- you know what I was thinking. I'm just I'm just thinking about damn. Anybody who listens to this is gonna think I'm like the biggest like pervert and and, and creep. I'm really not. Like <laughs> I'm just a down to earth person that likes He's to have fun. Old. I really am. <laughs> but yeah. um, word. You like that massive the freaks come out at night. We only it's record true. We all, and we always do this shit at like twelve a.m. So yeah, yeah. um, but, but yeah, yes. if this shit was real. Listen, 
off rip, I'm gonna be like, yo, y'all don't even have to give me a dream like off rip. I'll pay y'all right. money up front. The women that the suck you buy in the actual bar. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to I'll pay you just for being like I don't I don't need the dream. Saying. Yeah, I don't need the dream. You take how much vitality you me. I'll I'll rest up. I got a mansion now. I don't know if you heard. I got a mansion. It's spill, it's, spill, it's the haunted mansion. It's filled with spooky Annabelle ghosts. All right, it ain't nothing to a player. But that's funny. As we continue, <laughs> as we yeah, continue, yeah, they, they go to dinner, have crab, which I'm like, damn. And they were like, yeah, crab is like a mad delicacy. And I'm like, dang, that crab looks so good. It did. It did look good. Oh, good man. anime food always oh, look good. The way always. the crab was coming out of the legs, perfectly. I, 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 I kid like, you not. Damn. I remember, no. I remember watching Naruto like way back when, when I was younger, and seeing the ramen. I was like, oh, "Oh my god, ramen looks amazing!" Had ramen for the first time. I'm like, this looks nothing like the ramen on Naruto. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> no, but like, yo, that, that crab. And honestly, I would be so down for trying the liquor in the crab show. Yes, that looks. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like dope. it'd be good. Um, and that's why that's why um homie went to bed early because yep. he basically was he basically was like all right well i'm not trying to get my dream ruined so you know <laughs> i'm not i'm not drinking at all like i'm trying to stay right where like, yeah i gotta i gotta sleep normally yep so Damn. i'm going to sleep early yep <laughs> now, you, you continue from there though he tried it and he was like oh, i can't sleep i'm gonna go take a bath maybe it'll relax me which it did he ends up kind of like nodding off in the bath and the light, the lamp ends up blowing out, whatever, right? He wakes up, there's somebody undressing outside the door. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, word. Oh, wait a second. I felt, I do, I nodded off. That means I'm dreaming. In steps darkness. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she comes in, she's out here just mad naked with like a, a, like a single cloth. That was her washcloth. Her washcloth holding, uh, holding her like her triple G uh breastuses right somehow <laughs> covering them all up and i'm like damn nah she just just the nipples that's all they got covered i i mean she's she doing a good job of it but yeah and he just he thinks he's dreaming so he's just wait like what's going on uh, then he starts ordering around she has yeah. no idea what's going on he's like nah wash my he up nah when she was on her knees and he stood up out the bath, I was like, yo, the energy this is wild. The energy. He's, he's really about to slap her in the face with it. That's crazy. But my he was, was very, I was, I was very disappointed. Through the roof. Oh, and no. I was, he was like, yo, I think I'm dreaming. I was disappointed, too, because man was the first thing he said was, all right, wash my back. Nigga, what? Excuse <laughs> me? That you're in a dream, and that's the first thing you think of. But Watch that's like my a four, well, that's, that's a typical JT. That's a typical JT thing to say. Foreplay, 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 foreplay. God <laughs> damn, Justin. Foreplay what? Foreplay. If you don't, for who, nigga? If you don't go and suck one of those breastuses, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Foreplay. I was washing my back. Foreplay. I ain't doing nothing for me. I ain't doing nothing for her. This is ridiculous. My Yo, man's I not hurt. Know. Butt naked on her knees, and we talking about washing people's backs. I think that was your job. <laughs> Yo, you just gotta think about uh what 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 he asked for after the back washing, because you gotta think in like Asian cultures, especially the basket guys, all this thing, and like you know, it's in general, it's like you take a shower with someone, it's supposed to be sexy. So it, it's what what he asked for after he was trying to build it up, and then just darkness out here. Like, is this normal? Like what? It, I don't understand. Dark, see, darkness. You want to talk about promos? 
You want to talk oh, about- oh, that's a fact. Oh. Miles, you are 100% right. <laughs> you are 100% right. Talk about fraudulent. <laughs> yeah, darkness, darkness is a whole fraud, bro. Because I was out here thinking that she was a freak freak. But then my man, bro, my, my man's was really like, yo, like, come watch my back. Like, yo, you're not going to come over here. Like, yo, he, was like, <laughs> over. he really he was sitting down. He's like, yeah, so come over, come over here. Let me show you something. And she's like, yo, is this how you talk to me? <laughs> like, but where did you come up? Like, she's like, just confused. Nah, darkness is a freak. But she just can't look at Cosmo like that. But yeah. my son Cosmo was like, yo, like I picked an older adventurer and like I always knew darkness. Like I figured she had a good body, but I didn't think it'd be darkness, but all right. He was like, it's cool. <laughs> That's funny. And then no, no, no. And then when she's when when darkness is getting frustrated, she's like, yo, I'm gonna call Agua and I'm gonna call uh uh Mega Me. She's like, That's fine, they can come too. <laughs> yo. The more that the merrier. Was- that was that was so funny. I was like, damn, we really about to have to slap a uh, a Pornhub logo on the bottom of the right screen. Oh my god, yo, <laughs> should a, that be the um the the cover? You probably, a bang, probably a bang, probably a bang. Just do no, no, I gotta do the browsers. <laughs> the browsers. Oh, that's a fact. Yeah, oh browsers. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna say black draw, but there's no black people, so it's it's really wild. Like. Old girl lives off of being disrespected and treated like, and just like, oh man, she literally like the episode before was like, yeah, no, or two episodes before, yeah, she was like, oh, I think the shogun's gonna make me do things that I don't hopefully want he has to. Tentacles, yeah. and <laughs> hopefully his tentacles. And all Kazuma had to do, all Kazuma had to do was say, wash my back, and she folded like a deck of cards. She did. Oh, she was mad. Yo, it's oh, just Kazuma, son. I'm telling you. Nah, 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 nah. nah you, no, because nah. she gets off to when Cosmo respects her, like in regular light, though. Like, so how is this yeah, any but like it's different when it's all right? It's, yo, she's an experienced son. Man, yeah, I just been I'm like, I just been like, it ain't gonna suck itself. So yeah, JT, you had that energy your first time. Uh, the first time. Um, that was your energy. My like my very first time, or yeah. Uh. That's not. That's beside the point. I, I wasn't in an anime. <laughs> I wasn't in an anime. I, first of all, the girl didn't look like that. <laughs> and second so, of all, so I'm not in the magical did. world. If she did, then it might be a different story. All right. And would the subtitles be there or not? I'm just trying to figure out how things are gonna work. <laughs> JT's mouth would have been moving all crazy, and he would have seen like two words. That that that's also another thing that's that's really fun about watching the subtitles because they'll be like, it'll be like one word on the subtitle, but they yeah. say like three things. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, but yeah. you up. So so please, you gotta you, see y- y'all are slandering darkness until my son Cosmo's like you really don't know what's gonna happen next. Like you gotta dry me without using a towel. Yo, that was that's what I was saying. That's what that's what shit got freaky. That and was that's wild when, too. That's when that she was, was like, oh, what? And then she was like, I, I guess. And she was with the shits. See? Foreplay. And then yeah. and then Aqua ruining everything as usual. My Total gosh. Total. And then the then the actual the succubi <laughs> that was supposed to be there <laughs> gets caught. And he's just like, yo, I'm gonna protect you. My why didn't he just he could have he, he could have easily just said I don't know why he didn't just say, Yo, she's here for me. Y'all mind your business. Cause he don't wanna he don't want them to be like oh wow he's really nasty like there's a reason 
that only the male adventurers know about this stuff. Right. I feel and, like everybody. I feel like everybody should know it's male only. It's not like it's hidden. It's literally just in an alley. Yeah, but, but then like, they knew what a succubi was. So clearly, yeah, it's to me. It's just like it's just like um, it's just like if you walk in on uh, on Seventh Ave, you've seen the porn DVD places. Everyone knows about them, but you don't be you don't be wanted to be one of the people seen walking into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but once but once you get caught with the stuff in your hand like once you get caught with the dildo in your hand um you gotta oh, just own it at that point but but that's the thing he he didn't because as far as he was concerned they were just like yo she broke in here you're the only dude here so i'm after you and sis you was got, really like it, you got she damn really right went, <laughs> she really went i messed up like i guess i'll just accept my fate they'll kill me don't worry about it my son cosmo really turned into a hero and they changed the whole <laughs> art style for him. Yep. <laughs> they changed the whole art style when he was just nah, Man's dead looked like uh what's his face? Uh from my hero academia. He oh, looked like all might. Yo, he oh dead looked like God. all might. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yo, rewatch that. Tell me he don't look like all might when all might's like all powerful. No fear, <laughs> citizens. Oh, because they never show his face fully. Because they never show his face fully. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> he don't got no eyes. <laughs> it's like silence, young Midoriya. Must <laughs> <laughs> Cosmos really like yo? Honestly, I felt so bad for him because I probably would have been looking forward to having some some tailored dream like that too. Yeah, and then, it was like a that whole to that thing, and then. And then, <laughs> and then, and then to think that if it wasn't interrupted, something probably would have happened with darkness. And then that happens, and you're just like, wow. So not only was the whole thing with darkness messed up, I didn't even get to have my dream, and I didn't get to drink the liquor and eat more crab, and now I just get beat up. Like, I don't know though, because I'm not gonna lie. I feel like we all, like you guys harp on me about my first time. I think if we're all there, you're 16 years old, at the peak of, um, what do you call it? What What is that thing called? Puberty. Puberty. Yeah, Puberty. that thing. What is that, uh, what is that thing called? <laughs> clearly, I, don't, I, have, I, don't clearly I haven't gone through it if I haven't. Uh, but we were at there, 16, magical world. Come on, niggas not shooting no shots. You got nothing to lose. You technically already dead. What's the worst that can happen? Well, and you've already been brought back. And you've already been brought back to life. So if you die, uh, Eris is just going to send you back to an affluent family in Japan. It's a win-win, honestly. It's, yeah. I think the thing, I don't think it's about dying. I think it's more so um, if he ruins the relationship with his group, he's not high enough level to get picked up by another group. Right. But he might because he's got mad luck. So he might get lucky and find a really oh, super that's group. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. He does, yeah, yeah, he's... Super and he'll just luck. steal panties to the top. <laughs> panties and the my rafters. Man. My man, my man. <laughs> yeah, that's my it. Man. If we if we ever had an R and B group, that would be our name. Panties, panties and the rafters. And rafters. I, I, you know what? I, it's I like a tough that. name. See, that's yeah. what we call a callback, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Anti raid. <laughs> that was great. Oh man, that yeah, that whole scene was great. And then the show, um, the show is just too funny. Like it, it's just yeah. wow. And then it ended with a a nice setup in episode ten with a if another callback to a uh, episode seven when they're trying to find a mission, and Cosmo asks what a destroyer is. 
and they never and explained it. Giant, it no, like, no, they did. Well, well, they they did, did it's a giant did. fortress. It's that a moving just, fortress that destroys everything. It's part of like, and and something. it was it was coming it was honing in to the um to the mm-hmm. to the uh, village. So this is the first time we actually have something to look forward to in the next episode. Yep. Which you know, Miles watched by accident. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. No spoilers. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I mean. So JT, yo, how do you think the battle next episode is going to go? And also knowing that it is the season finale, so will it be a cliffhanger? Or oh, knowing that will, the, knowing, knowing that it's a season two, yeah, I think it'll be uh, you know, the battle. I think it'll be like the introduction to the battle, like you see mm-hmm. the destroyer, and then like after that, it's like oh, you know, and then you go into uh, season two. So, okay, yeah. so you don't you don't think an actual battle is going to happen? I don't think an actual battle. I think it's going to be the build up to the battle. Mm. Like they introduce the destroyer, they're like, "Oh, oh no!" Ah. And then, what do yeah. you think this is? Dragon Ball Z takes mm. fifteen episodes for a fight to happen. No, it take like three or two. Well, well, damn, JT, you just made a very boring prediction part. <laughs> if you don't think anything's going to happen, next time. I said it's a setup. Okay, let's say hypothetically they fought. How do you think the battle would go? Oh, hypothetically, let's talk about something else. Hypothetical prediction. I Um, don't have one. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to use, uh, what do you call it? Mega Meme is going to be explosion. Aqua is going to be doing, be on some dumb shit as usual. Um, There's going to be like people jumping off the destroyer or there's going to be people on the destroyer fighting, shooting the turrets and whatnot. And darkness is gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna block it with my yiddies. Oh, be a shame <laughs> if all you guys got me and brought me back. And you know what? Choo choo, if you guys yeah, know true. what I mean. Um, <laughs> choo choo. Here comes the train. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's, that's, Here that's comes where we're the train. At. That's where we're at with that. It's a Bronx bound three train. Jeez. Um, <laughs> wow. But, and then, yeah, and then, and then somehow Cosmo's gonna think of something. Um, you know, oh, and yeah, that, that, that's how they win it. Also, really quick on Cosmo, did you guys notice in season, season episode seven when uh they're trying to look for a different quest and they're like, oh, and they're like, oh, oh Cosmo, yes, that's me. See, I told you, <laughs> I told you, I told you started the past episode. Yeah, <laughs> and one of them, one of them says, oh, what about this one? Nah, nah, yeah, it's not even worth it. Oh, Cosmo, yes, that's my name. That's me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's me again. He's <laughs> like he's 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 just funny. You see, I t- I talked about it in the last part, and you guys didn't understand why it was that funny. But now that you see it happening, like, bro, oh man, I love that shit. I'm about to start doing that whenever anyone says, <laughs> "John, hello." Yes, I am John. <laughs> it, it is. Oh I. man, have you guys watched Shield Hero? Nah. Hi. Maybe we'll do that. Not next, but um, maybe we'll do that, especially as a to compare it to um to Konosuba because it's literally like the exact same setup, but it's multiple people and they know it's like a video game, and like everything's like a video game, but it's a lot more serious. Mm. Yeah, and it, it's really like literally watching it. I went. I want them to make a game because I want to play through this. <laughs> Um, story's really good. It was like one of the best um, animes, newer animes that came out. I think it came out last season. But um, yeah, it one's really good. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll do that. Okay. But um, so uh, for next week, we will be finishing season one 
So watch episode 10. Um, if you're on Crunchyroll or VRV, uh, episode 11 isn't really anything important. Um, it's just like extra shit. Um, yeah, let's just watch episode 10. So finish season and then watch episodes 1 and 2. And then um, after that, it's going to be a little more because it's an odd number of episodes. So it's probably not going to be three episodes. But yeah, it might be four episodes. But yeah, just um, so let's episode 10, then 1 and 2 of season 2. All right. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to say? Uh, hmm, let's see. Let's see. What does Justin want to say? Um, how come the succubi he asked for only had like eight cup titties? Like in a world of anime, this man's asking for eight cup titties. No, you gotta remember this. The succubi isn't the one in the dream, the succubi just does it. The succubi is basically coming to deliver the dream and take some of the vitality. Oh, so they just basically use it like a waiter. Oh, so he's just a waiter. Mm. Pretty much. Exactly. How come he got the inexperienced waiter? What the hell is going on? This is her first day? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she got bagged early, bro. Yo, come on, man. Poor and guy, like man. can you can you touch the succubi like in real world? Like not in the dream, but like what's the deal with that? Uh, JT, you're sounding kind of rapey, man. It's anime Jonathan. <laughs> all right. I, it's not rapey. Okay, it's not even real. Like she said, it's a dream. <laughs> JT, if that's the case, I just don't want to know what you dream about, man. Because you know. <laughs> Yo, JT, I'm pretty incriminating right now. You know what I dream exactly. about, Miles? I dream about being over six foot. How about that? JT, you are older man. I love all women. <laughs> <laughs> what's the... Just wait? Like what's the what's, what's the Steve, Stephen A. Stephen A. <laughs> You know, Stephen A. Love the ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Stephen A. Be killing me with that. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, all jokes aside, pedophilia. <laughs> Fact. I do not. I will. I don't condone that either. Let's let's get that out the way. Yeah. I, uh, I, say, I, I said. I said. I said. I said. We. We. Yeah. We. Okay. Yeah, good. That's a, that's Just, making sure. Just making um, sure. Just making sure. You got your back, man. <laughs> Thanks. Um. Yeah. For, <laughs> <laughs> you know if uh, <laughs> but but you know um whatever whatever category on Pornhub you watch that's on you um a man's browser history is sacred damn it <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> it has been episode 11 of the sorry toby sports pod yeah i mean i hope you guys enjoyed it keep liking sharing um yeah, I mean, I, I'm really having fun with this, guys. And I feel like we put out some good stuff. So, tell your friends. Yeah. Episode just, double. It's a double hockey stick episode, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If y'all yeah. just share with y'all friends, then we good. If your friends tell one of their friends, and exactly. their friend tells one of their friends. It's they like can be X. friends and switch and meet friends. Switch. And then, we're, then we're going to the hotels. And the motels and the <laughs> holiday inns. Yep. Raw. We did a lot of uh, song references there. Choo choo. Chugga 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 chugga. <laughs> Shout out darkness. Maybe there'll be some tentacles. Wink wink. Wow. Oh, see now now uh, see let's talk about me. This man's out here talking <laughs> about tentacle porn. It's crazy. Hey. <laughs> I didn't say porn. You did not say it though. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, <laughs> Justin is bad. Justin's gonna fucking roll tonight. <laughs> All right. Um, follow us on Saratobi Sports everywhere. The YouTube channel is Saratobi Sports Pod. I'll look out for the videos later on in the week. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Any last words, guys? Be on the lookout for our NBA preview coming out this week. All right. Justin. I plead the fifth. Good night, everybody. <laughs>